0: I am not a doctor or a health professional in any way, so if you would like to attempt anything in this episode, please consult with your physician, with a health professional first. Welcome to Ulcerative Colitis, Autoimmune Healing Journey. My name is Jay India, I am your journey guide, and I'm so happy that you're here because this is a positive, supportive environment where we can heal together. So tell all your friends with UC and Crohn's so we can all get to know each other and we can all have that support. And today I am talking about my review of Crohn's colitis lifestyle. I will get into that later. And I did a discovery call with them and I wanna talk about my thoughts. And then I am going to talk about, actually, first, I'm going to talk about my leaky gut update, because who doesn't want to hear that? That's so fun to hear. But first, I want to get to a wonderful review I received on Apple Podcasts, five stars submitted by CDB1177. The title is Helpful to Healing. I found this podcast after my sister suggested I look for something to listen to about UC and dealing with it. The episodes have been very helpful to feel connected to other people dealing with similar shit. I love that you swore. Good for you. (laughs) Thank you so much for this wonderful review. And for those of you, what you can do for me for this podcast, and I'm going to be really honest, I mean, I spend a lot of time researching and organizing and getting guests and the whole thing. And I don't ask you guys for money. I definitely sell products on my website. I sell my UC book. I sell my two meditations, but I don't you know, have a Patreon where I outrightly ask you for money. So one thing you can really do for me and is like gold to me is put five-star reviews wherever you listen, especially Apple Podcasts, and that will help so many people in the searches find the podcast. Because When you have more stars and reviews and more listens, then Apple and Spotify and all of them rate you higher. And especially if you subscribe, I found that out too. So please subscribe to this podcast because that gives me a higher rating, let's say in Apple and Spotify and et cetera, you know, um, Amazon's eyes. So please do that as well. And that would be amazing for me. The next thing I want to talk about is If you don't live in the U.S., then I understand that you're very well aware of how much or how expensive our healthcare is. American healthcare is outrageous. But I got my bill for the colonoscopy I had done in October 2022, and I wanted to share the bill with you. And I want everyone who's listening internationally to understand why healthcare is so important and why quitting a job in the U.S. is such... A detriment to people and a, a lot of times if they have families why they stay at a job they can't stand because they have good health care and this is why you're going to hear right now why this is so without without health insurance if i didn't have health insurance for my colonoscopy which is a 10 minute procedure at the most 15 minute procedure as you guys know the anesthesiologist Charge twelve hundred U.S. dollars for the actual colonoscopy itself with the biopsies. That cost two thousand four hundred and twenty dollars. So for a ten to fifteen minute procedure in the U.S. in New York, a colonoscopy costs three thousand six hundred and twenty dollars without health insurance. Because I have good health insurance and I'm lucky this entire procedure, including the anesthesiologist, cost me 50 US dollars. So that's why it is so important to have health insurance in the US. And I want everyone to understand how expensive it is. When I was, living is a strong word, but when I was spending time in Australia, which I did between 2017, 2016 to 2017, I was dating an Australian. I went down there twice At one point, I spent three months down there, I was having a lot of bleeding, I was having a lot of UC symptoms, I went to a proctologist down there, and for the office visit, it was 75 US dollars, because I had to pay because I'm not an Australian citizen. If that same office visit, which again was maybe 10-15 minutes, were to happen here in the US, it would be around 400 or more US dollars without insurance. So yes, American health insurance is absolutely outrageous. And I just wanted everyone to know because I have proof sitting right here in front of me. And I also wanted to move on to, hold on, I'm going to take a drink of water. I'm having a little problem with my throat today because I just had a bunch of fennel because last night I had some fun foods and included three ounces of wine and that wasn't the best to do before you uh, podcast, but hey... (laughs) What are you going to do? You got to live. You got to live, right? I always say to myself, if I wait for the perfect day for my voice to be perfect to podcast, I'd be waiting forever. There would be no podcasting. So I've just got to, you know, roll with the punches. Okay. I have a wonderful listener who was amazing enough to share her name with us and to share her Instagram so you guys can all follow her. Her name is Nunzia Sorrentino. And her Instagram is N-U-N-Z underscore one A. And you can follow her on Instagram. I will put her Instagram in the show notes. And she always reaches out to me with these poignant, beautiful insights. And I really appreciate her as a listener and as a person and as a fellow UC warrior. And I just want to share one of her insights, which she gave me permission to do. Also, if you go on her Instagram account, she has all these beautiful pictures of food and what she makes and that it's good for IBD. It's a lot of fruit and yummy, desserty things. So beautiful pictures. So definitely check that out. So when I talked about last week, how I have learned to fully accept that I have UC, she wrote to me and she said, I have to accept there is no control And I think it's such an important lesson for me to learn, accepting things as they are, trusting that things will work out. I love that she wrote this because in this book I'm writing, I'm writing a lot about trusting that things will work out and that's trusting whatever you believe in, you know, your intuition, your gut, yourself, God, the universe, whatever you choose to believe in. And this is not a UC example, but I had a financial, it wasn't anything major, but it was just a possible financial hiccup that I was expecting a certain amount of money in November. It didn't happen. I was very surprised by it. It stressed me out. I think that's another reason that I had so much bleeding. It was really stressing me out. And then in early January, my family had a surprise amount of money come to us and it more than covered what needed to be paid. And if I had stopped all that worrying and just trusted, hey, you know what? Something's gonna come through. Something always comes through and it always does. And I've been paying rent on my own since I was probably around 20 years old. I'm now 45. So 25 years of never being late for rent. Now I pay a mortgage. Never being late for a mortgage. Knock on wood, I'm knocking on wood. You know, I always pay my credit card, bills on time, all of that. So I've been doing that for my whole life. But then I stress out when something else happens. So I have to learn how to not only trust with other facets of my life, but also with UC. Then Nunzia talks about the idea of accepting that flares can happen anyway. And if we accept that, we are able to take the guilt or blame away from ourselves. So it's this idea she talks about that we are not good enough or we have this feeling that we're not good enough to follow the right diet. Oh my God, God forbid I had a potato chip last night, or we didn't take the right herb, etc. And I love that she talks about that as well, because the blame game I've talked about this many times is a waste of energy. And trust me, I've done it. I've done it with UC. I've done it with other things in my life. It's just a waste of energy. And I think accepting, like she said, that flares are going to happen they can happen. We are taking that guilt away to make that stress much less. So I just really appreciated what she said. Thank you so much for reaching out, Nunzia, and please follow her. Follow her on Instagram. Okay, so now I want to actually get to the leaky gut update first, because I know you guys are so excited and riveted to hear about my gut, (laughs) but it really does have to do with you and it has to do with all IBD sufferers. According to mendenta.org, when someone has a leaky gut, it means that the gut lining is damaged and cannot optimally function as a barrier any longer. The smaller holes have become larger and allow harmful substances like gluten, bad bacteria, and undigested food particles to enter your system and cause considerable damage to health. So if you think about it, what happens is the gut lining becomes permeable, right? And that's not a good thing. Like we don't want the gut lining to be permeable. That's a bad thing. So if you guys remember from last episode, if you haven't listened, please go back and listen because I described this more in depth. I went to a functional medicine doctor or a naturopath who does bioenergetic testing and she diagnosed me with three things, leaky gut, and she told me that all of her clients who come in with IBD, Crohn's, UC have leaky gut. It goes hand in hand, which I had never known. I had heard of it, but I had never heard it confirmed before she said that. And I loved hearing that information. So I know that I wasn't going crazy. And also in the US, gastroenterologists do not recognize leaky gut. So you have to go to a functional medicine person for that. Again, she diagnosed me with three ailments. The first was leaky gut. Number two, that I don't have the digestive enzymes to break down food in my system. And number three, that I have a bad case of candida. And candida is the overgrowth of yeast in your system that often comes from consuming too much sugar, which obviously you guys know I'm a sugar addict, so I'm trying to heal all of that. So I wanted to give you a leaky gut update. I've been on her protocol for two weeks now, and I have to say it's been going very well. I've had mostly green hearts when I go to the bathroom. I have had no blood. I will say that I am going a little too much around three to four times a day, sometimes up to five times a day. My bowel peristalsis is still off, so meaning the urge to go. I'm not in pain, but I still have pressure that's just not normal. And then she also gave me a bunch of protocols that I want to tell you what they are. I think I told you last time, but I want to go through them again, because if any of you have leaky gut, you can go to a functional medicine person and talk to them about this because so far this has been working well for me, but we'll know more around six weeks in if it's really, really working. So she gave me two herbal tinctures, one for balancing my whole body, one for candida. So she is a homeopathic person. So she gave me these homeopic tinctures. Also to take L-glutamine, which is really soothing for the gut. Probiotic daily, which I always do. She wanted me to drink or sip a lot of bone broth throughout the day. I did it for three days. I can only take so much bone broth, you guys. I, I can't deal with it. I think a lot of you are better than me with the bone broth. It was, eh. I understand you can put meat in it. You can put vegetables in it. I used to do it all the time, but I'm at a stage where if I see braised vegetables or a stew right now, I need a break from it because I've been consuming them and my body right now does not want that. So the bone broth is not really my thing. Remember that I own a cow farm. So we process three cows a year. So I'm getting the best bones and the best broth, but it's still not my cup of tea. So I'm not really doing the bone broth. She told me that I need to eliminate sugar, which no shit, because I'm an addict. So instead, I am substituting monk fruit and a little bit of maple syrup for recipes. I do want to say that I do not do coconut sugar because I find it as addictive as cane sugar. I do not do stevia because I don't like the taste at all. And I also find that it has an addictive quality for me. So I stick to monk fruit and I stick to maple syrup. And I do have to warn people with monk fruit. You really have to do an Amazon search, at least I did, to find a brand of monk fruit that does not have erythritol. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but that chemical that substitutes for sugar because even the best brands nowadays, even if it says monk fruit, look on the ingredients. They put erythritol in it. So just be careful of that. I've also eliminated grains. I have not tested well for grains. And she said because of that, she doesn't want me eating gluten right now. So no grains, no gluten, no nightshades, which I knew because I do terribly with tomatoes, for example and no soy, which I don't eat anyway. So a lot of elimination right now. But the good news is that I'm adding a lot of things in, which I will get to you in a second. And then she has me on a protocol of digestive enzymes, which I take 10 minutes before I eat. Sometimes I forget, but you know, if I'm eating a major meal, I will take them 10 minutes before I eat. And that has made an incredible difference because now I feel like I can break down the food in my body. And I do have to say with these digestive enzymes, the histamine intolerance is going away and I hardly have a histamine intolerance. I only have it if I try foods with high, high histamine. Like I tried her chamomile tea, couldn't do it. Too high of histamine. I haven't tried bananas yet. So I'll tell you what happens when I do that. I want to be on this longer before I attempt... The higher histamine foods, but the lower histamine foods or moderate histamine foods, I do fine with if I take the digestive enzymes and I feel like that's going away. So that's exciting. I'm adding things back in my diet despite the detox, which is really exciting. I'm adding back in organic cold cuts, which have been fun. I eat a slice of cheese a day because I don't have a problem with dairy. Of course, everything's organic and above board and grass-fed and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. What else? Uh, I had a little bit of wine last night, which is why (laughs) my uh, voice is a little stuffy today. I had three ounces of wine. I have added in tortilla chips, which are grain-free. I love this brand that has chia seeds in the tortilla chips. It has, I believe, coconut flour, avocado oil, cassava flour. So I've been experimenting with those flours. That's been going really well. I've added back in a little bit of potato chips, guys. I'm not going to lie to you right now. I know they said no nightshades, but potatoes... In that form, I'm doing fine with. I can't have a lot of them, but I can have a little bit as a treat. And I found this brand actually, I found two brands that have avocado oil, potatoes, and sea salt. And I am eating avocado oil because of those brands. And I find that I'm doing fine with the histamine. So that's something exciting. I have made myself paleo bread, which I like making that because I find it actually very non-addictive. So I'll have a slice of bread if that a day I actually kept it frozen. So I have two slices that are fresh and the rest are frozen and I toast it. And if I want it, I'll have a slice for breakfast. So I've been adding I've been adding a lot of things in which make me so happy because for my personal mental health, I can't keep taking things out. I just can't. And I don't know if I said this to you guys. I have to do an episode on this, but I went to an energy healer right before I went to the functional medicine healer. So maybe a week before, and I do energy healings a lot and I love them. But I went to these two people in uh, St. Petersburg, Russia, and not went to Russia, but we did it online. And I heard the woman was amazing. And she told me that Source was telling her, it's not your UC, it's something's wrong with your bacteria. And that's what was going on with the leaky gut. So that was very intuitive of her. And that's how I felt intuitively with all the bleeding and everything. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm going through a flare except for the little bit of anemia I'm getting. I feel actually pretty good except for some fatigue and I don't feel that it's because I'm eating this food or by accident I ate that or, you know, obviously I keep away from from processed oils and all the crappy ingredients and all of that. But if I have a potato, I don't think it's the potato. And that was confirmed that I didn't have the digestive enzymes to break down the food. So now that I do, I'm able to add a lot more to my diet. And that makes me extremely happy. My energy levels, I have to say with this Homeopathic, homeopathic, that's probably the right way to say it. Protocol. My energy levels, because I'm not bleeding anymore, have been off the charts. Amazing. The only thing is, I've been having uh, trouble going to sleep at night. It's been taking me a long time because I have so much energy. But then I realized that I was taking these tinctures right before bed, which might have been waking me up. Last night, I didn't. So I now take the tinctures one in the morning and I'll take one around noon and um, give myself a lot of space to digest them. And before I go to bed at, you know, let's say 10 o'clock at night. So I'm seeing how that works. But that was the only thing where I'm like, but I am getting really good sleep, very vivid sleep, I have to say. And my acupuncturist gave me this other herbal formula for tossing and turning at night, because every time she looks at my tongue, it's swollen. And she says, I'm not getting good sleep. And she asked me if I'm a super lucid dreamer, which I am. And I start taking this toss and turn thing, which works really well. But I think my dreams are even more lucid now. So I don't know how this all works. So that is basically my leaky gut update. And then I went to my acupuncturist who I love. I think I've told you guys I've been doing acupuncture since 2004 on and off. I'm a big proponent of acupuncture. Can't say enough about it. I know because I've been going for so many years, a good acupuncturist versus an average one versus an amazing one. And I've had two amazing ones and I'm lucky enough to say the one I'm working with now is absolutely phenomenal. So I ran the naturopath's protocol by her. She approved of everything. She said that everything this woman said sounds good. The protocol to her sounds good. Everything sounds Great, so that made me really happy because I hold her advice in very high regard. But she did warn me about the second stage and that was about the liver. And we've talked about this with the Ayurveda episodes, right? Don't do a liver cleanse unsupervised because you can really fuck yourself up. And she said that in Chinese medicine, they do not believe in liver cleanses, that the liver cleanses itself Naturally, and that all you need to do is basically eat really well. She said, just make sure you're just eating really well, and your liver will cleanse itself naturally. Now, I told her about the Ayurveda idea of having the hot liver. So, in India, when you take a pulse reading, their liver comes across as very clean if they're healthy eaters. Even the cleanest eaters in the US, because our diet is so toxic. We have something called toxic liver or hot liver that no matter how healthy we eat, we can't get rid of. So I told her about this concept of hot liver with Americans. And she said to me, yes, we have the same thing in Chinese medicine. But again, we just believe, you know, you do kind of a food detox and you eat really healthy and maybe you add some lemon and all that. And that clears it out versus a whole liver detox. She warned me against cold herbs such as milk thistle she said that they something like a milk thistle will make you feel good for weeks after you've taken it and then she said a lot of times what she sees is is it reverses because you're not supposed to be adding cold Herbs to the liver and the spleen, which are supposed to be hotter. So I thought that was really interesting. I have milk thistle in my cabinet that I was going to add to it. And she said, don't do it because it could really mess you up. So that was the only thing she said about the naturopath protocol. She said, just be careful of the liver detox and what she recommends. So when we go into that stage, I will have a discussion with her about what she wants me to do. The acupuncturist also said that she talks to gastroenterologists all the time that they don't understand the idea of bleeding, that it's not always coming from a flare. So when I told her about everything about, you know, my bleeding and blah, 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 and how I don't have UC symptoms, yeah, a little bit of anemia, but I wasn't having the full flare UC symptoms. She said to me, well, in your colonoscopy, you had a little bit of inflammation because I told her this. I had a little bit of inflammation in the descending colon, which I still have. And she said, I bet that little bit of inflammation is right next to the sphincter. And because you were going to the bathroom so much, you kept irritating it and irritating it. And then you kept irritating the hemorrhoids. And she said that you can have the smallest little artery and you scratch it, right? You irritate it. And the amount of blood that will come out is staggering, is, is horrifying what you see in the toilet. And that's what I was experiencing. And she asked me, was it fresh blood? And I said, it was always fresh blood, but there was a ton of it. And that's what was scaring me. And she said, yeah, that was your hemorrhoids. So if you guys listen to my newsletter, I had said, my intuition said, it's hemorrhoids. And I was correct. So now I feel, <laughs> I feel validated in that one. But she said, if you keep irritating an area, that's what's going to happen. So she said a lot of times these gastroenterologists don't put two and two together and they don't realize that and neither did mine. And mine was kept saying it was a flare, which wasn't necessarily wrong because if the descending colon, if that area of inflammation is being inflamed and is being irritated, yeah, it is kind of a flare. So he's not wrong, but he wasn't looking at the whole picture like these functional medicine people do. And she said, you would be in trouble if you were getting these really tarry, sticky stools that were black blood and you were getting these like black tarry plops in the toilet. And I said, I'm not, everything's fresh blood. And she said, yeah, then you're fine. You had the colonoscopy done so recently that he, she said, the gastroenterologist I work with, if something is really wrong, they will go in and they will hammer into it like if I had a polyp that was maybe cancerous they wouldn't let that go and she said that's good that's a good thing about them so she said I guarantee you because you did the colonoscopy and it turned out really well you're fine and it was just the hemorrhoids and once you start going to the bathroom much less and more normally and everything turns to normal you're gonna see that that blood goes away All of that's going to get better down there. And it has already. It's not perfect, but it has definitely improved night and day, I would say that, from where I was a month ago. So I just wanted to pass those two things on because if you're like me and you're saying, you know what? I have fresh blood in the toilet. I keep bleeding. I really don't have signs of UC except for the anemia. It may be something else, and you may want to explore functional medicine. All right, so now we are getting to the meat of the episode, which is my review of Crohn's colitis lifestyle, and I just want everyone to understand that I have not done the program. I have only done a discovery call with them, and I've researched them online, on their website, the whole thing. So I want to read what they say on their website and their goals, which I think are very good. (laughs) They're awesome. Their mission is to be the number one alternative healing program in the world, working with leading naturopathic doctors, nutritionists, and healthcare professionals to find a proven formula for restoring your gut. Our plans have worked for hundreds of people suffering from Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis from as young as eight years old to senior citizens. We've helped patients who have already had surgeries or those wishing to avoid it. Again, I think these goals are amazing. I think healing things naturally, obviously you guys know that's the heart of this podcast and that is amazing. I am glad that we have something like this where we can get information. And and I know, I think they do some free seminars once a month or something like that. So definitely jump on them and try to get information from them. I did a discovery call. And the reason I did the discovery call was many of you have reached out, told me about this program, Crohn's Colitis Lifestyle. You've asked me to have this owner, Dane Johnson, the CEO, the creator, on this podcast, which I have not, asked him to come on, Um, but of course he's welcome on here. I'd love to hear from him, but very specific things that I'm going to talk about today. So I decided to do a discovery call, not only to get some more information for you, but also get some more information for me. You know, is it the right program for me? So they have something called the SHIELD program. It costs... If you get the discount, if you sign up by a certain time, it's basically twenty five hundred US dollars for three months. If you don't sign up by the certain time, it's three thousand dollars for three months. But then you have to think about that they are going to want lab work, lab testing, and also supplements. They're gonna refer you to their store for supplements. So. Between the SHIELD program, which is around 3000 and then you're going to have to do the lab work, which I just looked at two of their labs. Two of their labs alone are $700. And then you look at the supplements. You're probably spending around $5,000. I would budget $5,000 for three months. Now, if you compare that to Antivio, which I talked about last episode, where it's 20000 US dollars for four months... <laughs> obviously that's a deal, right? That's a good thing. I personally was not deterred by the price, I think, for all this healing and to get you on the right path without pharmaceuticals. I think that's priceless, but I thought their prices were pretty good. And you have to charge for that stuff. Everyone needs to make money. That's a good thing. There needs to be an exchange of energy, which I always believe in. So I was happy that the pricing to me was fair, Uh, from everything you get. I did the discovery call with a lovely young lady who I did not feel was car salesman-y at all. I felt she was a nice, genuine person who had UC, I think she said, for 15 years. She is not a coach. She is a community specialist. I thought she was a really good first stop into the face of of the company. The only thing that deterred me in their process was I tried to submit the, it's some type of questionnaire you have to submit. And I tried to submit it three different times on two different computers. It would not go. So then I emailed their email address, like information at dot whatever.com, and no one emailed me back. So that's the only thing. Dane Johnson, if you're listening, you may want to take a look at your tech. Or who's answering your emails because I never got a response back and that's not good for business. Um, so you may want to take a look at your tech and why that submission form is not working. Just being honest with you guys. if it, I'm being honest with everyone here of my experience. So I had the discovery call. She said great things, very informative. She went through what you can expect from the goals of the program. I thought they were very good. I thought she was extremely thorough. I had questions afterwards and she emailed me very thorough responses back. Overall, I had a very good experience with the d- discovery call. And I felt that the program seemed extremely above board to me. I want you to research everything. But to me, they seemed legit. To me, from what I have seen on Instagram, they do actually help people. People have video testimonials. They seem to be real people. I have not gone and checked out. Bob did the testimonial. Let me see Bob's Instagram to see if Bob is a real person. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't done that extra step. If you want to check that out and make sure everything is 100% above board, then make sure you do that. Make sure that these people are actual real people. You know, we always want to make sure they're not paid actors and everything like that. So I have a feeling, again, they're real people. When I talked to the woman on the discovery call, she was a real person. So, (laughs) But you know, you always want to research. So anyway, they gave me this email and they said that The results that they want to see are to eliminate any current or potential future symptoms, to wean off medications or future GI surgeries, to create a personalized nutrition plan, to teach you to recognize inflammatory triggers, to discover and tackle any root cause of your issue, rebuild your microbiome, to work alongside a qualified IBD coach, to equip you with lifelong gut healing, and then just to feel optimally healthy and well in your body. So I really appreciate these goals. Here's the thing. So I looked at their protocol. I looked on the website. I looked on everything. And then the woman who did the discovers call sent me two PDFs and they give you a sample regimen. And I felt that the sample regimen was way too strict for me. Okay. at where I'm at now, now we're, I'm not in a flare. So I thought that regimen was really good for if you're in a flare or if you're coming out of a flare, I thought it was great. If you look in their store, they're big into, uh, Ginny Patel Thompson. I talk about her all the time in this podcast, listen to your gut.com, her protein shakes, absorb plus her elemental shakes. And that's a big part of the protocol, which again, if you're in a flare, I can't say enough about that's that's what helped pull me out of my flare. That's phenomenal. So, I felt that looking at everything, if you're a beginner, I think this program CCL would be a good choice for you. If you know nothing, if you're like I just got diagnosed with UC, I just got diagnosed with Crohn's, I want to stay the hell away from surgeries and pharmaceuticals, I would say go for it. Check them out. If you're at an intermediate level and you just need more help, you need someone to really walk you through it, again, go for it. Research it. See if it's right for you. Then you have the other type of personality, which is, you know what? I've been diagnosed with UC and Crohn's. I really don't give a fuck about any of the science or learning any of the health behind it. Just tell me what to do. Let me give you my money and here's the deal, tell me what to do, tell me what supplements to take, and that's all I care about because I have a busy life. And I get that. So if you're those three types of people or at those levels, I say definitely check them out, do the discovery call, and see what happens for you. Here is why I personally didn't feel that the program at this moment was the right fit for me. And I had a listener coincidentally <laughs> email me or DM me and tell me that she felt the same exact way. So this listener should be a, a UC health coach because she's so amazing and she knows it and you know who you are. And I've told you this, that yeah, you should definitely do that. But she knows so much about IBD when she puts something on Instagram or When she DMs me, I always learn something from her. That's how much she knows. So to me, she is at an advanced level of knowledge of UC. We're all beginners in this life, right? Like we're all beginners. To say we're advanced, I know sounds cocky, but most of us that are associated with this podcast, your listeners, your me, I think we have a pretty advanced level of UC or Crohn's. Like we have done all the studying, we have researched everything up, down, left, right, the whole thing. We know our bodies really well at this point. So for me, saying all that, I felt that the program that they were offering was too beginner. I felt like these IBD coaches, as wonderful as they probably are, I don't think they could have taught me very much. And then I looked at some of the supplements in the store and I was like, yeah, I know about all these. I take all these. I, I, There's nothing here that's new to me. So I just felt that the program was too elementary for me. And my listener felt the same way. She said, yeah, I just don't feel it's. I feel like I know all this already. I mean, I'm telling you my listener who I'm talking about could be one of the IBD coaches in this program easily because she knows so much. So again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I missed something. But, and if I have, Dane Johnson, come on, tell me I've missed something. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that your program is also for those who have an advanced knowledge of IBD, like myself and my listeners or most of my listeners. Tell me that because I would love to know it and I'd love to check out the program more and and I'd love to have you on and talk about everything. So that's how I personally felt But overall, I had a really great experience. Overall, I'm very impressed with their social media, with their website, with everything they offer, with their program. I was very impressed by it. I just felt that they couldn't teach me anything I didn't already know. And that's why I did not do the program. And that's why I went to the functional medicine bioenergetic person instead. It was the right decision because I'm having good results. But that's not to say I wouldn't use Crohn's colitis lifestyle if, you know, they developed a new program, let's say, for people who are more advanced. Dane Johnson of Crohn's colitis lifestyle, come on this podcast, prove me wrong, (laughs) tell me everything you know, but you got to come on and you got to bring your A game and you've got to say, hey, I am speaking to your listeners who have advanced knowledge who are probably on the level or higher of my IBD coaches. If you can come on and you can do that, then I'd love to have a conversation. So anyway, I hope I answered everyone's questions and thoughts about Crohn's colitis lifestyle. I, again, can only say positive things about them. Positive, positive things. Okay. In regard to this podcast, I am coming back for sure with weekly eps starting Thursday, February 16th, 2023. I think I'm going to take next week off. Again, February 16th, I will be back with weekly episodes, which I'm really excited about to get back in the groove. Until next time, in my household, when you have that perfect shit, that perfect poo, when you turn around and look at the toilet and there's no blood and it's fully formed and it's the perfect brown color, we call that a green heart in my household. I wish you all green hearts.